Meet me What's at the up, ice man? cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' okay, like this. Okay, um, I'm gonna take a second. I need some coffee. Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour. I'm Matt Fulcheron. Uh, I got three very special guests. I've got Gary Cannon, all the way from Los Angeles, California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you not talking to me now? No, I am. Okay. And Starting I got, it off with a lot of great energy, by the way. I, got, I love it. <laughs> listen, this is how we do it here. <laughs> Obviously, you're not a fan. Uh, Look around the room. I'm in the majority. <laughs> well, Go ahead. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to start over. We got Chris Fairbanks here. Hey. What's you, up? Aren't you going to say where I live? Yeah, you live in uh, <laughs> Venice. Yeah, Venice area. Venice, oh, California. I I'd in, in Los Angeles, yeah, California. Marina Del Rey, but keep okay. going. Okay. Keep going. All right. By the beach. <laughs> yeah. Can I and ask Chris a bit about that area? Sure, sure. Yeah. Or am I uh, throwing in this No, thing? no. It's, Go ahead. Please do no, something. No, you know, I, I actually got you, and don't take this as sarcastic because I'm being sincere. I actually have you on because I kind of want you to host. Really? Not, this is my podcast, but I don't really, I'm not really a talker. Mm-hmm. I have no business having a podcast. Right. So I'm just kind of like the Ed McMahon to my own podcast. I'm the sidekick to my so own podcast. So you want podcast. me to kind of get it moving? Keep it going, please. Right. Okay, cool. Chris Fairbanks, all the way from Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. Marina, Marina Del, Rey. Del Rey area. <laughs> the yeah. boat. How about a round of applause for Chris, guys? We have hey, to do thanks. that properly. Oh, right, right. Thank you, everybody. Sitting to Chris's left, I have no idea who this is. Well, I wanted to get into that. Okay. I thought you had something to say about where he No, lived. I was just going to say, I lived in Santa Monica for a long time. We yeah. loved it, but then we moved uh, because it got so damn expensive. But I, I don't know what your thought is. You look like a guy that owns a few properties oh, around he, the L.A. base. I, I diversify. I, I invest. Yeah. I have a money market account. Of course. I have some money in Dow. Yeah. I uh, just put it everywhere. Some stuff I can't touch for 10 years. Some right. stuff I can't touch for five. Bonds. Right. Triples. And I'm lying. I don't have. I have well, debt. Listen. I have medical debt. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I, I was buying all I of that. I consider it worth. Just by you knowing those terms. You sold me. Yeah. By the way. Let's find out who... Okay, go ahead. What? Chris lives near the beach in Marina Del Rey. Right. Yeah. Heard Matt about that. Fulcheron lives... In Los Feliz, California. If anyone wants to stalk us or try to find us, try to hang out at the grocery stores we're at... I thought a couple nights ago you were in Echo Park. No, nah, man. <laughs> I haven't lived in Echo Park since like 2007. Where did I drop you off a couple nights ago? Um, I don't remember. Oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> Los Feliz. Uh, yeah. Los Feliz. You had say. nine neighbors. Remember that? Oh, shit. That was an eagle rock. That was an eagle rock. So what happened was I rented my apartment out yeah. to somebody Airbnb. for the month. Yeah. And then I came back to Los Angeles unexpectedly. And at first I was doing great. I was, I was in the – I don't like to spend more than $100 a day on an Airbnb or a hotel sure. to live in Los Angeles. I think that's everyone's goal. Uh, so Redondo Beach, I was slumming it with style for $100 a day. Yes. And then – I wanted to get back closer to Los Angeles. I wanted to pick up a check, blah, blah, blah. It gets harder once you get to the middle, once you get closer to Hollywood. I'm staying in Eagle Rock, and I'm pretty sure I got crabs now. <laughs> this place is just so fucking disgusting. I do remember this One night, now. one night. This was Thursday night, like last yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. It's With, crazy that you, just, you couldn't remember that, even though it was like six days ago. So are you jumping from place to place? Yeah. Wow, Okay. And so I, would I was thought just, you would have known so that. I was just living by the Burbank. I was staying at the Burbank Ramada Inn for the past four days. <laughs> and this is just sketchy. It was like living in. It was like living in the middle of nowhere. It was like living in. A, I, I might as well have been in like Indian Indiana or something. You don't have friends, there, couches you could stay on. I could do that, but you're a grown up. I'm a grown up, yeah. and and I do still do that. Sure, but I don't enjoy it 
No disrespect to anybody's couch I sleep on. Like, usually I, I fail up. If I'm not in my apartment, I'm staying at someplace way nicer. Yeah, I got that. I, I, um, I so it is a good experience. <laughs> uh, but, you know, sometimes I just like to sit in a room with my thoughts and, and think about um, quitting comedy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I let that one knock around myself. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. yeah. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Who's our guest on today's show? Uh, I'd yeah. like to find out myself. Who, I keep who, that shit rolling, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mike Lopez. Professional. Mike Lopez, fan of the Full Charge Power Hour, fan I take it. Full Charge Power Hour. You can, you can call yourself the biggest fan in, yeah. Phoenix, in the Phoenix area right now. I'm cool with that. I like that. Yeah. Do you have a couch? Uh, yeah, I have a couch. <laughs> All right, I'll be sleeping there on Saturday nice, night. Nice. I want to stay an extra day here. Yeah, it seems like shit's like picking up tomorrow. Yeah, it seems like tomorrow's the day, and we're all leaving. And we're all leaving. Yeah. So oh, I got. Stopped. I'm sorry, I missed his name. What is it again? Uh, Mike. Mike. Uh, you work in this area, or are you unemployed? Uh, I don't work in this area. Okay, unemployed. There. No, I'm unemployed. I work. I work in Chandler. Which is oh, you east, do. East from here. Yeah. Did you uh, take time off to come uh, to this? I uh, supposed to be my lunch break. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Had we known, we could have come right to you. Yeah, I mean, we, we just assumed that, you know, it would be a, a sold-out Court McCowan right hey, there. All right, don't, don't start working the room. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop you there, Gary. Okay. You're doing right. great, but let's reel it back in. What do you do for a living there? Uh, I work in retail. Yeah, 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 yeah. I work at Lowe's. Lowe's. Nice. Yeah. Hardware store. Hardware store, yeah. You ever think yeah. about jumping ship, going to the Home Depot? Uh, never. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. All Home right. Depot sucks. Their policy there is uh, not to talk to anyone that needs help. <laughs> at Lowe's, they're like, hey... What are you looking for? I work here, and it's shocking. You gotta go to Home I, Depot. I, uh, Chris, you're not gonna believe this. I actually took an early flight to be in here for this. Let's oh, wow. podcast. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's do because I've only seen one X Men movie, and it's the Wolverine origin story. Yeah. So let's go to the origin. I, you know, I hate when uh, people do this to me, but I'm gonna do it to you guys. Uh-huh. I want to know about your comedy careers, Gary. We're starting with you. Let's Tarantino it a little bit. Yeah. I met you. In 2003, yep. around August 2003, yep. I was emceeing for Brett Butler. Yep. You were featuring for Brett Butler. It was a good goddamn <laughs> Brett time. Butler. Brett Butler out of Houston, Texas. Yeah. Um, and at the time when I got that gig, yeah. I don't even think I had 20 minutes of material to cover. Yeah, welcome to my life. Uh, yeah, I just I remember that because I remember, I think maybe even asking you that weekend if you wanted to switch. I don't even know. Did that conversation no, come up? No, you didn't ask me to oh, switch. Maybe I didn't. No, no, that would have been funny. But but it, I met her years and years ago when I started doing stand-up in San Francisco. Okay. Met her, worked with her a ton. And then when I moved down to L.A., she was kind enough to reach out to Matt Coleman, who was part of this whole festival as right, well. Right, right. Kind enough, to, her manager reached out to him and said, hey, I'm working in Ontario. I would love for Gary to be my feature. Yeah. They called me. That's how I met you. <laughs> and and that was kind of really my break into the improv because I had no idea – how to yeah. get in. I, I didn't know what was going on. And then Matt later reached out to me and said, you should showcase for Hollywood. Right. I did that. Did like three minutes on a Tuesday afternoon at four o'clock. Yeah. Went well. And then I started working at the Hollywood Club quite regularly in 2003, 2004. And you all, you owe it all to Brett Butler. I worked, yeah, all to she, Brett Butler. She has like a reputation for not being nice. But that she, is not she was true. so sweet. So nice she, to me. She was so sweet to me, too. She does have that reputation. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She does. I think, I think it's almost a little bit like certain, you know, certain comments you hear about, like Bill Maher, Roseanne. Yeah. I think she was one who kind of got that idea that, oh, she's not nice. But she was super great to us. Yeah, Always me too. requested us on the road right. when we did other shows. She always got back to me, too, after that week. Yeah, if I I think I had got her phone number somehow or whatever. I mean, that shit doesn't happen with everybody. Uh-uh. No, when you're emceeing, yeah, she come got, on. She got me into the laugh stop, which is one of my 
favorite clubs from my past. It's gone now, but the one the no, that's legendary. Houston. Yeah, that's a legendary club in Houston. Yeah, how dare you, Brian? Uh, <laughs> so it's crazy because I did that. That was kind of my first little thing into mm-hmm. getting LA, and then I, I will tell you, it, it hit me pretty fast because I got passed at the Hollywood Improv, and then I don't know, maybe like four months later, I started doing warm up. On the Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn, How so kind of that, two really cool things happened on the short period of time. Does that happen? How do you start working? How do you get a job in this business? How do you start working warm up so quickly? Well, I knew, I knew, I knew that that was something I wanted to do because uh-huh. I had visited LA a couple of times and had seen shows and I had seen people doing warm up for other shows. And I was like, wow, that looks like a great gig. That looks like something I could do. So I remember when I first moved to L.A., I just started hanging out at Joe's, and I befriended this guy who was working at the Late Late Joe Kilbourne. And he became super nice, super supportive. He had a backup guy who filled in for him one or two days a week when my buddy Roger was doing sitcoms. Uh Roger couldn't do all five days at Kilbourne. He was getting better money at a sitcom. So we had a backup guy that probably did two days a week. Well, I guess they weren't happy with him. So they said, hey, we're kind of casually seeking somebody to be Roger's replacement. Mm. So I was kind of in at that point with Roger. They'd never seen me. I really hadn't done warm-up all that much. So they gave me and two other guys a real show to actually do. Right. And I just you know, I kind of went out, bought my own stuff to give away, front-loaded oh. it. I mean, just kind of what, really what? – what, like gift cards? Yeah, gift whatever cards? whatever it took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get people excited. And whatever stuff. it took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have just, you, I use candy. Candy <laughs> was one. Yeah, it, it was. Have it, you done that, Chris? Warm yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, for E for a while. I got fired for saying something about uh, Melissa Rivers. Huh. It's it's so it's what you, you did a, a show for <laughs> the joke Go about figure. It. Yeah, yeah. Because you know Joan said much worse. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that happened, but I did like three shows in a row, and then. Got fired from that one and just moved on to Have other things. But either, I know that he's it, – it's, it's, You it's do a, Conan right I now. I do Conan right, yeah. right now. But it, I will say it's a tough gig because – It looks like a tough gig, man. Anybody who, who has ever done it knows this. If the audience is great, the show will say the audience was great. If the audience was lousy, it was a bad warm-up guy. Right. I mean that, right. there's no other way around it. And sitcoms are the worst because you're there for three, four, five hours, unlike Conan or Late Late Show where it's – 15 minutes, start the show, done in an hour. You right. did Dr. Ken, right? Yes. Yeah. I know his whole career. But That's I will, great. But I, but I will now, say, you're, now you're hosting. This but I will great. say this. What's crazy is my very first sitcom ever was with Steve Byrne uh-huh. when I did warm-up on his sitcom called Sullivan and Son, which is how him and I became close. Okay. So a couple things with that. Word on the street is you used to heckle all the actors as a, um, as a warm-up guy. Yes. When I was doing Sullivan in between and Son, scenes, I would completely, completely shit on the cast and crew. <laughs> I would make fun of the writing. I would make fun of Steve's acting. I would make fun Did of. You a make fun med. of Vince Vaughn or anything? Never, never, yeah, never, never. You don't fuck with that. No, 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 no. That was the payday. But I will say it was very. And what would happen is here was the best part of the whole thing. When I would shit on them, and they would try to get me back and try to shit on me back. The audience would boo them because I always had these criminals on my side. Right. It was literally a pack of You're criminals. You're the first guy yeah. they met. And I'm the guy holding the $5 Starbucks gift right. card. Right. So they <laughs> know you better. Just, you own them. They, you own those bitches. I remember Ahmed or Owen would come up to, to the, the rail 
say something on mic and just drop it. Like, you know, it was so fun. And the audience would have none of it. And it was just, I always would say Steve Byrne went to the Keanu Reeves School of Acting. There's no writers on this show. This is the first drama that I've done warm-up on. You're uglier than Joan Rivers. Oh, my God. I would just crap at fire. And by the way, I would never do that with any show now moving forward. But I felt so comfortable. And I think it was why... It went as well as it did because especially when the show would take four, five, six hours to film, uh-huh. it was kind of like me and the audience against them. They loved it. Yeah. But then when they would come up and try to get me back, those they, they, the audience just wasn't having it. And you know these sitcoms, like it literally is rehab groups, church groups. Really? Community college baseball teams. They're just – Assholes. Yeah. There, because there's they're, they're groups raising money. of people going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're raising money for their school or their church or their rehab center. So it literally is these transients that are sitting in the audience yeah. waiting for a Snicker bar and hoping for a Subway gift card. Yeah. It I really did. is. Yeah. Russian guy with a trench coat. I had a lot of those. <laughs> and by the way, here's what's crazy. When, when they would come in, they would be like, Gary, Gary, good to see you again. Good. Like, they go to they a lot of the tapings? They go to them all the time. All I, the time. I remember I did that comedy... Comedy.tv, which is like a stand-up version sure. of Comics Unleashed, really. Yes. Byron Allen show. Yep. Yeah. And those were hired audiences, I think. Completely. And so I'd see kids like just like pointing. You, there, there's getting heckled when you're doing stand-up, but then there's like seeing kids in the audience whispering to each other and pointing and making Reading their like, lips. Fuck this guy. You I know? do not like this person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. And then that hurts. I did, that I did one. It was like towards the end of my set, and I'm like, I go, hey. Wake this kid up. I want him to hear this last joke because this motherfucker he was, really sleeping. was sleeping in the audience. And then they brought the camera around. Even Byron was like, get the, get, get the guy sleeping. Get the guy sleeping. Uh, it never made it. That's funny because they, they wanted our audiences at E to be so excited that I could just say, you, out of here. And there's people in the hallway waiting that would replace them. Uh-huh. Because you're there to be excited. You can't sleep. I will say yeah, that, but that's the- rare. That's rare that you have somebody that will be the first line of defense because yeah, they had I've a wrangler it, and everything. I've seen it yeah. a million times where you go and you say, hey, this guy's sleeping. And one of the audience coordinators will be like, yeah, we only have an hour left. And it's like, well, why does that justify it? Right. Uh, the last show, one of the last shows I did with I didn't Dr. Tell, Ken. I just made him leave. I'm like, <laughs> really? you have to go. Get your friend. But I'm smiling. I wasn't being like a Well, Brody, Brody Stevens is one of the best at getting rid of people. Like, he will be... I've seen him do that at the improv. Negative yes. attitude. He doesn't Ow. care. He doesn't Arms care. Arms crossed. Bad energy. <laughs> Something about baseball. Okay, I'm done. I, I did, I did <laughs> no, a show. You it. My, my last show with Dr. Ken was a group from a West L.A. community college baseball team, and they were just, from start to finish, just dicks. Yeah. Just, just you know, and I would, I would try to be nice, be the nice guy. Guy's quiet, can't do this. They didn't care. They just over and finally I just snapped. I was like, if you guys don't shut the fuck up, you're all gone and you don't get paid. Right. And then you have to go to the coach who's there sitting on a completely different side because he doesn't want to be associated with them. <laughs> and you have to tell the coach, if, you, if your team doesn't shut up, we're going to have to pull you, and then nobody gets paid. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they don't know how to react. You know, cause now they so they want a for- paycheck too? They, oh, they want get- to have like their, their outing and get a paycheck? Yeah, they always get paid. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's always. But but like on bigger shows like Conan, Allen, Tonight Show, like they don't use paid. It's all real fans. It's right, all rabid right. fans. Yeah. Big Bang Theory. But Conan shows, is fans, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, but because there's so many shows taping in L.A. on a Wednesday in November, yeah. you're not going to get people to come out to see that. No way. There's no way. I mean, you just know. Show me the money. Cuba Gooding's right in the audience. When I worked, show me the money. When I, when I worked at the Carson Daly show, there were two lines. There was one line for ticketed holders and then another line for the all-paid people. Uh-huh. And whenever I pulled up to NBC, 
and I would see like just two people in the ticketed line, I'd be like, shit. Right. And then you'd see that huddle. So it's like TSA pre-approved versus yeah. uh, taking shoes off. <laughs> Who's got pre-check today? Yeah, it was just we awful. Want this pre-check. Who wants pre-check? We so want pre-check. Bad. So we want pre-check. Yeah. <laughs> but you did it. You know it can be brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of my start. Like that's kind of how I got in. That's how I met Steve. That's how we kind of started to work in the road together and became friends. So that's like really funny to me is like I knew you worked with Steve. And then one day – here's another thing before I even get to this. I knew you for years and years and years before I knew you were one of the most brutal ball busters of all time. <laughs> like, you always seemed very nice to me. And then I got on Twitter one day, and you're just trashing Steve Byrne. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought Gary opened for Steve Byrne. I guess they had a falling out. And, it's, it's, and then it's I asked somebody about it, and they were just like, no, he just fucking brutalizes that guy. Yeah, oh, well, funny. the whole cast. Yeah, you called him a dick earlier. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. I don't know the guy, but <laughs> yeah. hey, will Let's you tell me something about him? During one of his specials, it was maybe a couple years old, he said, my brother's in town, he's in the military, and he stood up. But it just looked like him. I wanted it to be him just wearing a military uniform, like a waving. And they, because I always want, on my premium blend even, I wanted to be sitting in the audience laughing at myself, wearing the same shirt. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought it'd be a funny You're like, can I talk away. to the producers? And they wouldn't, a... they wouldn't let me do that. They're like, we're not going to hold a mirror up to the, how much we edit this. <laughs> That's, but I, yeah. Does he have a brother that looks just like a yes. twin brother? who was in the military. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I he was, was in an audience and he stood up? Yeah. He's Funny. like, eh. And everyone's like, military, yay. But I'm like, oh man, he just dressed up. But That's he's so still great. great, but I wish he had done that. I wish he didn't have a brother. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's so great that you're like, hey, Comedy Central, I got another two hours worth of work to do. Oh, I had to go back, bit. deal for this Hughley one second bit. Said Chris Fairchild or something. <laughs> I'm like, close enough. And I went out and did my set. Weren't you on the one So with- I had to come back the next day and reshoot grabbing the mic and. I messed up my hair and put the watch on the other wrist. So if you look real quickly, you can see my oh, watch. Oh, really? My watch jump and my hair shrink. Snuck it past Yeah, them. yeah. They, they, they. got a buzz cut. Yeah, the IMDB goofs. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I was like, can I sit in the audience and be laughing at myself? Because they had four people just for the back of their heads. And D.L. Hughley just smacked you they, in the face. We were going to do it. No, someone, I think oh. her name was Pat Buckles or something. Sure, know? I remember yeah, her. Yeah. yeah, she's one of the... It's like a high school principal of comedy. She's like, no. I'm like, no, <laughs> no fun at the comedy show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what the, uh, Tom McCaffrey was on that one, I think. Yeah, yeah, wow. And, um, you have a great... And um, I think DL introduced him and then walked off stage with the mic, and Tom's just standing out there with man. no mic. He was boozing it that day. He admit, He's a nice person. He yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I was drinking yesterday. Right. I made some mistakes. And so Tom's just standing out there on his TV debut with no mic. <laughs> like, what do I do? Because DL introduced him and walked out with the fucking mic. <laughs> I was, in, I was in New York years ago and saw a taping of Premium Blend. This was years and years yeah. ago before I even moved to L.A., did everybody just crush on those things? Like, yes. I I went to And if to they one, didn't, they edited it like they did. Yeah, yeah. You know who I saw do his premium blend? This shows you how long ago this was. J.B. Smoove. No shit. <laughs> this would have been 2001, I think. I can't yeah. picture him doing comedy without saying Larry every five seconds. Oh, I know, right? Right. He was, <laughs> That's how I, we do it, Larry. I rem- but Larry you, Davis should be in the audience. They should be cutting to him. If you look <laughs> back. Great. That's pretty good, Leon. Pretty I wonder, likey. I wonder how look many, go. Look how many people... If you if you pulled up a lot of old premium blends, right? If you pulled up when it started to when it finished, how many of those people are still doing stand up? Yeah, and how that's many a good... people are wearing big pants? Yeah, I know, I know, a lot of people Every... aren't. I bet there are very few. Yeah, very few. 
And I, I, I'm amazed because they were just crushing it. Right. Doing these sets. And you're like, oh, my God, that'd be amazing. Well, I always wanted to be on that show. It was canceled by the time I got – it became live at Gotham. Right. Which was just a, um, a club set. Yeah. And they even – I don't know if you guys ever heard this. I don't know if it's folklore or whatever. But they said at the live at Gotham, there was a check drop during somebody's spot every episode. Oh, that's – Because they wanted to make it like a real comedy club. And yeah. so some poor soul Including had to go up there. Including all the terrible things. The terrible things. We also got to shoot it in the Midwest during the middle of winter and yeah. have you stay yeah. in a hotel by a freeway. And <laughs> the checks also the always get yeah, Have your girlfriends and... call and break up with you. Yeah. Well, we're going to make it real realistic. <laughs> but Matt, they must have changed that because there was a guy who was doing warm-up on that show who then went up at the very end and did the check drop spot. Mm-hmm. Like, like at the very end of the close. Oh, because good. the show you have to remember is only an hour. So then there was a headliner that went up after the whole thing ended. Yeah. And then, by the way, Steve Byrne always busts my balls. I did Live at Gotham twice, and I was the only comic to do the exact same material on both Oh, Live I wanted to ask you about That's that. That's so bad. Hold That's on great. a second. Hold and on it, a it second. It had nothing to do with that, nothing more than me this just having all, no new material. You just, Hold on. You this just is, had another shirt you wanted to show off? <laughs> he did what you did, but it's on two different episodes. That's great. Like, so this is the Axis Gotham, which became yes. – like they well, oh, they had sure. high hopes for this Comedy Central show, sure, sure. and it's gone. But it's basically a television studio, the Gotham Club. So they're like, we got to keep making a show. So they do this show. Gary gets hired twice, right? In case anyone missed this, I gotta say it again. Gary got hired twice uh, to do the same show and did the same set. Did the exact same. Times. That's great. As a joke or just because? Oh, I, no, not as no, because I didn't have any material. I just I didn't have a brand new five minutes and or ten minutes, and I never even asked them. I never said, "Hey, is it okay if I do the same?" I didn't even want to know the answer. You just you just wanted I the just money. Did it? Just I just did it. Did it. I That's didn't care. Terrific. I tell you what, you probably never faced any repercussions for that whatsoever. No. I don't think they None. really care. None. Yeah, they want they want the the slot filled too. Well, well, Burn made a joke. Burn said, uh, "You know this guy from Live at Gotham," <laughs> and I just done it. I will say the second time I did it, which was just amazing. I did it with Cheech and Chong. Wow. Like so, for me, that was just incredible. That was the yeah, second yeah. time. The second time. First so, time yeah, I did you it, gotta Tony do Rock. It. You of course, gotta do it the second time. Of course. So yeah, it was one of those. You few, rebooted it. I rebooted. Yeah, I might have switched up a, a reference here. Or I'm there, sure but, you did. Yeah, but not much. You it's, changed Farrakhan to Martin Luther. King. It's always funny though because I I don't I don't see I don't see Chris that often. I don't <laughs> see a lot of Farrakhan. But yeah. I don't see you that no, often. Gary. But right. don't do you get this perception, Chris? Like amongst other comics and your buddies, like when you don't see somebody for a long time, like I hear Matt's in New York. He's obviously crushing it out there. Obviously, he's, he's 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 doing a brand new show. Like you always hear, like somebody's living here, somebody's living there. Cause you don't see him for a while, uh-huh. and then you know, because Facebook obviously bullshits everything. Sure, you know, sure. you're like, oh my god, everybody's making three million dollars. Everyone appears to be blessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one still in the studio. <laughs> so then, and then when I meet Matt, I see him again. He's just like, I'm living in even rock motel, bro. <laughs> he's got not a, gonna ride. He's just walking around with a cockroach <laughs> on his head. No, no, New York so, was great. <laughs> The so thing is, is I flew in a private jet that week. I was staying in that shitty motel. It's, it's, Do you know what I mean? Like, life's yeah, yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. And when I say life, I mean my life. Well, yeah. but, but you've also said you've sat in first class with only $6 in your pocket. Yeah, dude. I've done it all. Yeah, I've yeah, slummed yeah. it. I'm the slums of Beverly Hills, dude. Or private, I'm fucking the Beverly Hillbillies, Joe. Private jet one week and literally a Greyhound bus two weeks later. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's usually Greyhound bus first, then private jet. You know? That's yeah. crazy. But it's happened. I'd say at least twice. Same the month, Greyhound bus and private jet. Bus for your gigs, uh, private jet for Tosh gigs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ever the Megabus? You ever do the double deck Megabus? Uh, yes. I've yeah. done it all, man. Yeah. You fucking name it. Megabus, Lux bus, bus, Greyhound. <laughs> one of those big... My life has only gotten worse as I've gotten more successful. One of those red English buses? 
Never done that. Yeah, I knew I could stump you. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> we should do the Hollywood, or we should do the Phoenix double decker and see what's cooking yeah. in this. Uh, yeah, make some TMZ but, jokes. <laughs> but it's funny. Who do you who do you hang out with? Who who are your click of guys that you hang with? Oh, I don't know that I have friends anymore. <laughs> Come I, on, uh, I just go do shows. I live far away from everyone by those boats in Marina del Rey. Right, where I'm, that's the I'm problem living in that area, though. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, you don't, don't want to go out anymore. Let me tell you, when I was living in Redondo Beach for three days, I didn't see. A soul. You can't. You, you, you're actually. I did. I saw a lot of. People. I still don't have an answer to who my friends are. By the Jimmy way, Jimmy Pardo. I don't hang out with him, but I do his podcast, and he's one of my best pals. We're going to count but, that. We're going to count that. But we don't like. You know, I hang. don't think there's anyone where I'm like my buddy Chadwick. I hang with him. We go to bar class, there but he go. lives in the area. Right. That yeah, counts. Bar man. method class. It's for ladies, but I do it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I got my hip replaced, and so I do. Like, I didn't know if you had like a core group of like, because you have a core group of we guys. We do a lot of Patrick core work Keen. in bar class. I, I spend a lot of time sulking by myself. You do? No, I do hang with, I hang with Keen. Yeah. yeah. I don't have any, like, once you get older, you don't have like a solid Never. fucking crew anymore. Yeah, I have a roommate. There's, there's a reason Nate why the Craig Entourage show isn't on anymore. Him. Yeah. Because you know, I didn't some, get the part of Turtle. I had two callbacks. Did some you really? Fucking Is that a true manager story? of a Lids and Glendale got it. <laughs> <laughs> Fat shit <laughs> Fucked up the whole character It was gonna be a funnier show Right you That really is a shame I, I was oh, gonna be I'm sorry I didn't bring a backwards Kangol <laughs> hat You should always bring a Kangol to every audition he really Just was the, in case He really was the manager of a Lids? No I made that oh. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest laugh of the podcast That's Keep right. making shit up Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, Gary. We, oh, well, just give me a list of everything you worked on as far as warm up, just out of curiosity. Well, Craig Kilborn started with Kilborn. Side Kilborn. note: uh, I don't know. Are you, do you hang with Kilborn? No. So that guy, he dropped two shows, right? He had the Daily Show. Yes. Dropped it. Had the Late Late Show. Dropped it. Well, and then I don't know if you remember this. A couple years ago, he tried to do another show on Fox. It was like a six-week summer run called The Kilborn Files. Uh-huh. Remember that? Anybody remember that? Mm, kind of. And uh, it, it it never lasted. It never got picked up after six weeks. It just you know. And it's funny. I ran into a writer that used to work on Kilborn, Julius Sharp. You guys know Julius? Yeah. No. He was Goldie. Um, that was his nickname on the show. But uh, he said. I said, is Kilborn happy? And he said, he gives this idea that he is, but I don't know if he truly, you know what I mean? It's one of those, how could you, he was a guy that wanted the attention. Sure. Absolutely. But I will say this, people always ask me, what were your favorite shows to work on? Not so favorite. I got to tell you, and I will, I will say this for a long time. When Kilborn left and Ferguson came in, everybody was so excited. Breath of Fresh Air. Right. Ferguson was this Foreigner. affable, you know, likable guy, and I will tell you, he was such a pain in the ass. Is that right? Yeah, let's just get in. Not this. a nice guy. Just not a nice guy. Wow, that's yeah. so surprising. Just gave off this whole like, uh, you know, it's uh, TV's Craig Ferguson, and just and and I've known a lot of people that have worked on his other shows, like uh, um, uh, Celebrity Name Game and other things. It's just like. Listen, when you work on a good show, everybody knows about it. You can't find anybody to talk shit about the Conan show. And I'm not saying it because I work on it, but it's a good group of people. Uh-huh. But I got to tell you, with that show, it, it was he was the only show that I ever got yelled at behind the door for the crowd being shitty. Really? Wow. Absolutely. With not, a Scottish accent. Now, That's surprising. Now, once, I mean, and I worked on Carson Daly where it was a lot of bad crowds. He didn't <laughs> give a shit. Didn't care. You know what I mean? Right. But he was the only guy that pulled me aside around the corner and was like, this audience stinks. You need to get them better. And there's nothing worse than being kicked to the balls and then having to go back around the corner and be like, all right, guys, you're doing great. Right. But yeah, I just yeah. need a little bit more. That'd, and you're be just great. Like, That'd be great if you just like 
It just trickled down the line. You'd be like, I just heard word that you guys fucking suck yeah, and yeah. you need to step it up. Byron Allen actually does that to his audiences. Really? I don't know if you've ever seen that. No. I've done a lot of Byron Allen shows. <laughs> you know, what, not a big deal. You mean in I front? stay in motels in Eagle Rock. I just kind of got it like that. <laughs> but, but, but and Byron was... Allen gets up there and in between yeah. like commercial breaks or whatever, be like, oh, you guys fucking suck. You need to step it up. Like he, he oh, just hijacks great. the warm up guys. And they He's like, thank you very much, warm up guys. I got it from here. You guys need to give some energy. This is bullshit. Wow. But he does definitely knows that it's a paid crowd he so does. he's like okay if i'm paying these people yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just hard because the story that i heard from from pardo this was years ago and he'll he'll definitely attest to this is he was working at kilborn kilborn gave him a speech of you know hey you can't you know you got to get this crowd better you got to get this just yelling at him yeah. and he said something to kilborn are you done and kilborn said yeah and he said i quit <laughs> and, and Kilborn was like, "Well, you're fired." And it, it really, and then, and then, like a year later, Pardo went back on and did stand up on the show. Oh, cool. so I think all was mended. But you know, the problem with Ferguson was that he just was not a nice guy. And I, you know, it's 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 you know, you weren't expecting that. You know, you hear things about Bill Maher, some things about George Lopez, nice guy, not a nice guy. You know, everybody has their different theories about it. Sure. But but it was Ferguson that just was not. A pleasurable experience it's, to work because he always brought just civilians from the audience up there and yeah. on, and I I would think that would be someone that likes people and therefore is maybe not a shit bag. By the way, how it's big was that though. audience? It was like seventeen people. Yeah, in that yeah, audience. I think it's tiny, tiny. That's the kind of crowds I do warm up for. When I went and watched Doctor Ken because my buddy Mike was yeah, Mike producer. Uh, he. I couldn't believe how many people you were... And then that's how Conan is, too. That's the same size audience, right? But I will say this. Here's what makes all the difference. And I you saw this. A 20-person audience. When you went to the show. Easier. Here's what makes all the difference with any show. If you have the star of the show, go up to the audience before the show starts and say, Hey, listen, we're so glad you're here tonight. We need you guys. You're so important. Because no matter how many times I say it, it yeah. doesn't matter. Michael Costa did that for me when he had he had a show, uh, that comment section. It was yes. a great show, and he was good. He's on Daily Show now. Yeah. But uh, he would do that for me. He'd be like, this is my friend. He's really funny. Enjoy his comedy. Because I really just kind of did a set in front of that's, him. That's the only warm-up I've done yeah. is a set. Yeah. So I've had a lot of guys on their, on their special tapings have me warm up, just like a regular stand-up show. That went fine once until I did for uh, Neil Brennan. Yeah. And like there was PA. I'm doing comedy and there's like PAs walking on stage being like, hey, uh, stretch for another five minutes, like whispering in my sure, ear sure. while I'm doing a joke. No, I And people are all just like walking around and stuff. And I was like, this is fucking chaos. Like, I don't even know what the hell. I'm like, I'm, I'm never doing this again. I had an IFB of the show, the floor. Kiss direct. of death. Yeah. I loved it, though. <laughs> the I, kiss I, of death. Well, and on this show, there was so many. The minute they so hand you an earpiece. There was Done. like, no, on, this wasn't on the way into commercial, we need applause. On the way out, no applause. And I'm like, I won't keep track of that. Can you tell me? And so he'd just say, we need applause on this one when we're going in, and then we don't need it when we're coming out. And I'm like, thank you. And then... <laughs> It wasn't like while I was telling jokes, you know. I, I one of my favorites was uh, uh, years and years ago, and this is when I I really needed the work and things were slow. I worked on. Remember Jerry Springer had a game show, a dating show called Baggage. I wish I remember that. Oh my god, it was really. It was. Do you it, remember? Just uh, just to stop uh, you for one second. You remember Jerry Springer had an actual uh, movie. Yes, yes. Well, uh, ring, ringmaster. Ringmaster. There it is. Yeah. Um, so Springer had this game show. It was awful, all paid audience members, just really bad. We shot three shows a day. It took forever to film. And I remember they were just 
ball busting me like this audience stinks it stinks stinks <laughs> and so finally i just had enough and I, trust me i needed the money the studio was in van eyes in this shitty part of town and finally yeah came up van eyes just called van eyes <laughs> and they came up to me and they said uh, hey this audience just stinks and i was like guys i said we, we all know the money here is just awful i said we, let, let's face it i said so we have a couple of different options and i was new to this and i was surprised that who are you to talking this. to at this point the audience a producer or? a producer, uh, producer okay. came up to me was riding yeah, yeah. me he said we have three options we can A, leave the money as what it is, and you leave me alone all day. B, you triple the money, and then you can ball bust me all afternoon. Or C, we shake hands like gentlemen, and I go home early. <laughs> and again, this was at a time I had no money, no warm-up, no whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the guy walks away. He's like, hold on a minute. And he comes back like 30 minutes later. He's like, we're going to cut you loose. And I was like, no problem. And it right. was just like I, I've realized very quickly I never mind if the money is low as long as they treat you the right way. Sure. Right. Could care less. If you, if you have no budget, I get it. No problem. Well, we'll yeah. work for free as long as it's good. That's You know what? You know? Yeah. Treat me nice. Treat, right. treat me. You know, I did one episode of the comment section. I think the, one of the nights you couldn't do it. And, oh, right. And all you ask is that they're just good people. Right. That's it. That's well, it. that's a big that's a big ask. Though. Although I did I did get into it with the stage manager there because I think go. Brody had a problem with him too. Like he there was a stage manager and he was counting down like five four and I was like right. wait a minute what I, I said I don't understand what he's doing and I don't and he looks at me and he's like don't do that again and I heard do I, you remember this I guy? heard stories about yeah and for some reason he liked me and so that's really? why I did three shows there and then he's the one that canned me he was like I I flipped a switch with him and then all of a sudden. I had to get the hell out of there. Really? Yeah, yeah. So this guy, yeah. so, so I was kind of goofing around with this guy. Yep. Then a producer pulls me outside and says, uh, hey, do me a favor. Don't interact with that guy. Don't this, don't that. By the way, the audience is 20 don't people. give him eye contact. Yeah, don't do anything. <laughs> do and not look at his shoes. Because you know what, Joe? touch his left shoulder. Because he used to work on the suit. Remember that? So he was kind of this all kind of like puffing out his chest. And so the woman said to me, hey, don't do this. And I said, I got to be honest with you. I said, I'm doing this as a favor to Michael. Mm-hmm. I said, you tell that guy if he has any problem with me, let's get it out of the way right now because I'm not going to walk around here like an asshole for right. 250 and, yeah, bucks. Yeah, for whatever, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny. These guys, they're just, I mean, everybody, every, every show, I hosted a show for Jeff Dye one time, a game show, and the, the producers were all just dicks. And uh, they came up to me, they're like, this audience stinks. I was like, I think they're great. And the guy's like, why are you being so defensive? And I was like, I think they're great. And he's like, they're not. I was like, I'll just go home early. Like, they don't they don't know how to react when you're like I'll, I'll yeah. pull the pin right now right, I will be right. home guys by the way look around we're in fucking Valencia like uh-huh. we're not on Paramount Studios right. like we're in a shitbag part of town yeah. yeah so it's just it's always that way you know that it's like the the way it's that way with comedy it's like the gigs that pay the shittiest uh-huh. are expecting are the, the most shittiest. Yeah. Are, the yeah, shittiest yeah 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 expecting the most right side splitters in Tampa right <laughs> they, yeah or if you get a college it usually looks something like this with like a makeshift yeah. stage and like all the lights on and shit just a kid study with a, break yeah a guy with a backpack eating a sandwich not listening to you <laughs> I haven't done a lot of college kids but I, that's the story I hear I, I did one in Canada and um, I knew I was I was playing rumors in Winnipeg and I knew I was gonna have to do a college during the day and the guy calls me at 11.55, and he's like, hey, man, uh, I just realized the, the college gig's in five minutes. So, like, you know, usually you like to, like, look up the mascot or whatever. Yeah, get something yeah. to make fun of. Yeah. He's into it. But he didn't tell me the night before. And so I go up there, and I'm so out of it that I'm saying – I had a joke about how, like, I've been off marijuana since 2 p.m., but it's only, like, 1 p.m. 
Because I'm used to doing the jokes at night. Right. Uh, it's a fucking disaster. And these <laughs> girls are just like mad at me. Because I'm like in my 40s at this point. And I'm talking about, and like, and I make jokes and, and, and everything's so PC now. Yeah, let's talk about like like hooking up while you're drunk, and they're all going stranger danger, stranger yeah. danger. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, get me the fuck out of here, dude. This is awful. Are you just trying to smile to get through it and collect the check? I was trying to get through it. I wasn't trying to smile. It was yeah. awful. And then the guy running the club had the nerve to be like, I actually felt bad for you on that gig. He uh. sat down. Oh, good. Yeah, in watch the audience, this one. If you want to call it that, he just watch. sat down there and watched the whole hour. Watch. And I was like, you oh. motherfucker, because the lights are on just like this. And you can see him just like hating it, and it affects the way he watches me the rest of the week. Yeah, you know, at the oh, club. God, that's yeah. You, you have to watch because those college gigs. I mean, I've never done them, but I know that they're. You can go just to jail brutal. for doing a, like a college in Canada. You say the wrong thing. I I mean, they're they're they. It's almost like a corporate gig, right? They pay really well, but you have to just watch everything that you do. Yeah, right. Because yeah. you say the the wrong thing, right? But you're gonna say the wrong thing because it's comedy. By the way, can can, can I ask our, our guest a question? Yes, please. So so um, how do you know about? Because uh, yeah, listen, we're all buddies. We know each other for a long time. How how did you? Where did you first hear about Matt? Uh, it was Matt was on another podcast I listened to, and then followed Matt after that, and it's been a fan since then. What was the podcast, cool. Matt? Do you know the Crab Feast? Oh, with Ryan and Jay. Yes. Correct. Oh, okay. So you he was on that show. Yeah, I think towards the end of his tenure on the crap piece, I started following and then followed to the power hour. Oh, nice. And what 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 have you seen him in like specials wise, comedy wise? Uh, I haven't seen him any specials. <laughs> <laughs> Half hour out and stuff. Uh, sure. I've seen uh, YouTube clips. YouTube um, clips. But, I got to get those off because I got like legitimate clips. But the only thing that comes up is like bullshit. Yeah, I have I stuff know. from like I gotta 15 get in years here. ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, wow, I didn't. That joke didn't even make sense. Back right, then. I right. still do it. But yeah, it, at least. It's so if a you good Google joke. my name, all these like amateur videos come up. Meanwhile, I got these highly produced spe- or a special, but also like a lot of TV spots that I could be. I gotta get that scrub. I gotta get that internet scrub. Well, let me know when you because about. I still Your have a clip up on scrubs. I, yes. I have I have a clip Finally. up from when I did comedy time with Jan Smith. That's what I have too. <laughs> yeah. My name is spelled wrong. Yeah, I gotta get. I mean, I looked like. Who not, do we do? We just call I don't YouTube. Know. How do you get? <laughs> How do you get that shit off? There's hey, ser- you, there's services. Do you call YouTube? There's, Maybe I'll yeah. s- in a comment. You call I'm like, Jeff YouTube. And you're like, hey man, <laughs> Jeffrey YouTube. I left a comment that said this sucks. But there's a way you can get that stuff off. Yeah, we'll just we should flag it. We should be like, this is anti-Semitic. Get it off. Oh yeah, my yeah. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. It's. I mean, I just, I always wonder how you get that stuff off the thing. We we'll, we'll get to the bottom. We of have this. to. We'll get to the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our yeah. careers are going to soar after this. You think after we get these our scrubbed? Google searches have been garbage. <laughs> the Once I this take... guy's a fan of mine, and he hasn't seen my half hour special. I'm going to shit's up. right hey, on Comedy up? Central. I'm going to blow up once I get my content off the internet. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to get offline. You got to get offline. The imagination. People will just assume you're great. Yeah. Once once, once there's no sign of Chris online, it's going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to start to miss him. Yeah. Where's Chris? What's he up to? Have you? Are you mad? Where are your shows at tonight? Um, stand up live across the street. Both shows. Yeah. Are you one uh, show? Are you, oh, just one. Uh, one show. Are you going to go see? Yes, I am. You got tickets? You got tickets already? Hell really? Yeah. Hell right yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yes. One person applauded. Yeah. Are you seeing any shows, uh, guy in the crowd? You want to come up here? You want to come Let's up? Do here? it. What's your name, bud? Bob. Where are you from? Uh, Detroit originally. But Me too. Nice. What part of Detroit? My hat Wall too. Wall Blake. Wald Lake, uh, sure. Novi, West Bloomfield? Yeah, my mom lives in uh, Highland, so I grew up in Warren. Well, and you live out here in uh, Phoenix now? Yeah, I've been out here about 18 years, much like you, lunch breaking it. Nice. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Doing Punch Drunk tonight and uh, Danish and O'Neill. Nice, man. And then 
rocking the show tonight. That's great. That's great. Have you listened to Matt's podcast before? Yeah, I'm a podcast dork. It's not my uh, demographic by any stretch. Right? Uh, your mom's house where I heard you. Right on, right and then, on. And uh, I think with Ari or – do you punch drunk at all? No, I did uh, Skeptic Tank last night. Okay. Yeah. But yeah I make is, the rounds. Yeah. He does it. You doing Top of the Cake today? No, I don't think we have What one. is that? What's Top of the Cake? It's, um, it's when people go crazy on Facebook and air their dirty laundry. And they just start bitching about their family, and they, they, they give up too much information than people. It's what Facebook is, really. Oversharing sure. on the reason, Facebook. The reason it's called Top of the Cake is because it's usually people that are kind of stupid. And one guy was talking about how bad everything was, and then he goes, and the top of the cake is the bitch left it. <laughs> he doesn't oh. understand icing on the cake. Uh, I see. Yeah, so yeah. the segment's called Top of the Cake. I like, yeah, I, I like that story, and I, it's too bad it has to be told every time someone yeah. says, what's that mean? But I, I could I probably thinking- just randomly find a top of the cake if I just went to <laughs> Facebook. What about a but I mean, ball? I'm not counting on that. Yeah, I'm not window, doing that. Any window sightings? Um, we are not... We have, I have, I usually have two guys. I mean, I couldn't afford to get them out. I got Craig Coleman and I got a, you want to describe Wendell? Wendell is a middle-aged man that lives by himself in a shitty shitty part of town (laughs) with a neighbor who cooks carne asada quite regularly, I would say. Would you say he's um, a calm person or an easily angered person? I would say he goes one to ten in... (laughs) 2.2. 2.2. <laughs> he's a walking top of the cake. Absolutely, he is. Um, he's, Did, he's from West Virginia, and he's gotten real, but he's a, he's a left-wing uh, redneck. Didn't he it's come hilarious. in and what, 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 he came and did a report? like a, He does movie reviews. Movie reviews. Yeah. But it's been TV reviews as of late, though. Well, a yeah, he doesn't report. get to the movies lately. I call them movie reports. Yeah, That's movie the reports. top of the cake, really. Book reports. And, uh, and what do you do for a living? Uh, sell Kenworth trucks. Oh, wow. Okay. Close by? 83rd Avenue, so about 20 miles west. Oh, so you came down here for your lunch break. Absolutely. I got to tell we you, listen, it, man. let me just say we this. We went from zero to two audience members. Uh, and by the way, uh, these other people can come in with fans or whatever. I think this is Ari walking by with his, uh, look at it, through the window. Sure. <laughs> sure? Oh. The pool when is at the hotel. <laughs> when, you're, when you're sober. For those who can't see, Ari Shafir is in his bed. Yeah. He is right yes. now, and he's outside on the street. It's just like wow! Oh, he's got the Maryland trunks. Can we can we get Ari on the mic for a Absolutely. second? Absolutely, Ari. What, Looking good. What's Thanks. what's with the outfit? Ari? Yeah, we, like just, a, we just ran our forty times for Punch Drunk. Oh, we went to a track and ran forties. How'd you do? How do you think I did uh, against fucking better fat? Than, better than everybody <laughs> else. Yeah, that's exactly correct. <laughs> That's exactly correct. <laughs> Fat Sam and Tweaka Tebow. <laughs> he was the only one I was worried about to see the remnants of the crack going through his fucking right. veins. But right. yeah, I took him. I saw Tripoli earlier today. He seemed tense. I guess he was worried about the uh, how he's going to do in his 40s. Oh, times. yeah. He was talking about it in the green room last night. He's oh, like, was he? Yeah, yeah. He was worried about it. How did he didn't beat him? He, he, in first time he ran, he came in last. Then the second time he ran, he beat, he beat my first time. So oh, they put wow. the pressure on me. And then I fucking beat them both. Good for you, man. Warmed up. Hell yeah. Hell Looking yeah. Good. Oh, look at that. Look at those striations. Thank you. What's up, Cannon? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were a physical specimen. Look at those shoulders. Yeah, I just got to get on my skateboard what? like you. What's yeah. the story? When did you get this keep on trucking tattoo? Oh, a while ago. Oh, yeah. A while ago with a girl. Robert Crumb. Yeah. With a girl. Yeah. So, were you, was it kind of a dare? No, just like, I don't know, suggesting tattoos for her for her wrist, dumb shit tattoos. Right. Yeah. What did I she said, get? She got like, I don't know, like a heart with a line through it or some shit, like broken. I don't know, something dumb. 
But I was like, what about yin yang, but with dolphins? And she was like, no. And I was like, <laughs> that's a classic. Like, yeah, what about like classic. cigarette? And then no, like through it. Right. She's like, no. Like, what about keep on trucking? She's like, no. And I just kept it. But I was like, mm. someone should get that keep on trucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's running through my head. Someone named me. Yeah, I got it. I almost passed out, too. That's nice. That, that's your only tattoo? Yeah, that's a painful place to get it. Uh, yeah, it was kind of pinchy. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you got, got some? I got one on a date uh, with a girl that I think she fucks Court McCown now. Really? I met her on MySpace, and we both got a less than three on our ankles. But I was like, I wear socks. I'm not worried about this. And it fucking hurt. Less than three? What does that it's, mean? Oh, uh, Is well, that like an Aryan race? Well, now it's a heart, you know. But at the time, it was a, I didn't know what it was. Uh-huh. Uh, last than sign with a three is a heart, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen that on so the So I have internet. a heart. Oh, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. So it was a dare. Well, you get a heart on your ankle. I'm like, right. sure, I don't care. Is it like a sideways heart? Yeah, it's sideways. <laughs> now there's a Band-Aid over it. Sideways a, smiley face. There's a Band-Aid, but it's shaded. It looks like a corn dog or a severed dick, but it's covering the heart. Cute. Yeah. That's nice, because you know what's underneath it. Yeah. There's yeah. artists in my community used to uh, draw our dad's uh, um, Holocaust uh, tattoo. Uh, and then paint over it. Just like a number? It's supposed to be like real deep. Yeah, oh, you, you yeah. got that shit going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get the band-aids <laughs> with me. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. I'm going to shout out. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Don't there forget it is. I'm happy Arch about it. Here. Don't forget to cool down. You got to cool down or you'll cramp up. Yeah, Be careful getting out of here with all you the fans. Guys, look at that you guys don't know. That's, that's the Maryland flag on his ass. It is? Yes. It's <laughs> fucking Those great. are Maryland flag shirts? That's a Maryland, Maryland flag bathing suit. Wow. It looks like a... He wore it well, by the way. ...side of a castle. Great. Yeah. Looks like a flag over a moat. Um, looks like a third example of something <laughs> renaissance-y. Medievally, I mean. I see. I think I just had a stroke. Just trying to think of a word. It's hard to find that third joke. Yeah, it is. And that's that's unfortunately that's the law of. Well, well, people do it on that show Punchline. I mean, they uh, they come up with that stuff off the top of their head. Punchline. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I did that. Yeah, no, it is so. They're buzzing in and just like, oh my god, it's so. Yeah, well, same with like Byron Allen when he turns. I heard you have strong opinions about fish tanks. That's true, Byron. It's like, oh yeah, I do. You just getting on my nerves. Yeah, we segued into it with the punchline of the joke. But thank you. Wasn't Arch Barker one of the guys who he said, uh, "Hey Arch, I heard you like pizza," and he's like, "Where'd you hear that from?" (laughs) And they had to stop it and then restart it, which is just, I mean. Oh, that's great. I, I guess when you, have the, when you so can do funny, that, man. you know what I mean? You just have the balls right. to be like, who gives great. a shit about this production? You know yeah. what I mean? I will that tell you. most people's attitude what, there. What, did you and I talk about this? Matt, have you done Comics Unleashed? I've done it twice. I, I was saying this to Ryan Stout. I've never, I was one of the few comics in LA to have never done Comics Unleashed. My mom has done Comics Unleashed. Like everybody yeah. that I know has I done Comics Unleashed. I said no to it because they want it. They're like, they said, we want you to do these two jokes from Premium Blend. And I'm like, those are old. I don't. Right. Don't it's, you it's, just look online? That's what they did. They, they YouTube'd go through, me and said they, we like the, they and, know how to find your specials. Yeah, get it. And out. they find it and they go, we want you to do this joke, this joke, this joke on a shittier TV show. And, right. the guy was and if a you're dick, me, you go, yeah. He what was do being I sign? a dick over the phone. And I'm like, you know what? I, I, can, I, I don't need to do this. Right. Good for you. Now I'd do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it is interesting because I, I just remember I was so close to getting it. I was so excited. Mm. And then it just never happened. It's just like. It never happened? No. But you're I, one right. Of, one of the few guys that has never done it. Ryan Stout has never done it either. Uh, I, like, think that, I think that's a good club to be in, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I remember I was on a, I was on a motel no tour at the time. I was like, like kind of quasi-homeless, semi-homeless. 
And I was watching myself on Comics Unleashed as a homeless person. At I'm the like, hotel. look, I'm on TV. Oh, look, I'm homeless. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get on this jet plane with my jar of pickles. <laughs> and what does that pay? Like 500 bucks? It like pays next it's to nothing, It's the gift right? that keeps on giving, though. Like, oh, the residuals. You keep getting the residuals. The, the only reason it's bad is because you know Byron Allen is getting so much more for doing nothing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So that part kills you. But on the other hand, it's been 10 years, and I still get money from it. it, it you did it 10 years ago? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, man. I was hot as shit in that I, footage. I think Byron Allen is someone that, because they're free if you can get into these press junkets for movies. Remember when he did those? Yeah. yeah. And uh, he didn't have any credential. Usually you have to be with a network. He got in himself with like a made-up thing, edited it, together into episodes and then pitched them as a show and it sold and he was, was like a producer of the show and got mm-hmm. rich off it and I'll, he was like a, a you know thought of that while on the bus or something I don't know that right. much about him but he like he, it, his story is interesting uh, he knows he how to make come from stand up I think he does. Does he? I think he does. But he's he was also on Real People or something, right, Gary? Was yeah, he, he was on one Real of the hosts with like Sarah Purcell. Oh, and what do I know? Skip I, Stevenson. Yeah, he was I, one of the originals. I thought that he's. I, I heard that story. By the way, I, I don't know if anybody. This is a weird tangent, but I just let's saw take it. They rebooted the original Joker's Wild. Remember that original show? <laughs> no. That great game show back years ago. Is it like Press Your Luck? So well, like Tic Tac. But anyway, they they redid it. And now Snoop Dogg is hosting it. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw this. Yeah, I saw this. Joe Wagner wrote on that. Yeah. Oh my wow. gosh, it, it's it, it, it now is <laughs> it's it's the game is irrelevant. It's all about Snoop. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, I love that show as a kid. Everything should yeah. be all about Snoop all the time, no matter. What show? All the categories are about Snoop, and like you know, uh, is that right? I like yeah. Snoop. Snoop yeah. Dogg was put up on what charges in court? What felony? Oh, I mean, every, yeah. every you know, oh, no, yeah. that was manslaughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah name bow, that. Bow. I almost oh, went to jail. No. <laughs> oh, you had no. a buddy that worked on that show. Go commercial. Uh, Joe Wagner. Yeah, oh, he wrote. He wrote with him on it. Yeah, Joe Wagner's. That's like Joe Wagner's second Snoop Dogg show. Yeah, yeah. Snoop Dogg used to have like a like a sitcom type show, not a sitcom. But it was like a variety, like, jokey show. What would you even call that? He it was like one, sketches. It was like a sketch show. Like he had a that one Martha show, Stewart. Yeah. Was it that, that show? There was one wacky, like, MTV comedy show that he right. did. And it had sketches. It was kind of like the Chappelle show, but I th- it was I Snoop. Like Snoop. I, the, the, I there love was Snoop. some, like, uh, community softball game that he was on. There was footage of him just playing his ass off at some softball game, diving for the ball, yeah. and getting super excited. And I'm like, oh, I love Snoop Dogg now because of he, how hard he's trying during this he's like, Long Beach, you know. He's going for it, man. He, he's our generation's Frank Sinatra. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just keeps going and going and going. Snoop Lion. Like, you know, he, he was big, like, 25 years ago. Like, that's when he he's had... He's never gone out of style. He's always yeah. been working. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. did go through that Snoop Lion. Snoop thing. Lion. He, he was said, trying I, to change his image. He said, I'm Bob Marley reincarnated. But then I did the research, and he, he Bob Marley died after Snoop was born. So in Doesn't order work to be, out. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You have to be reincarnated Maybe. At, at, at birth, Yeah, at least. You know what I'm nervous about? These guys not making it back to work in time because their lunch goes too long. They, you know I worry like, about other people's. When you have a job job, you can take advantage. You're not going to get right? fired. Oh, good. Okay, okay. We're fine. Same thing, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you guys, I don't well, know if well. you guys ever had like like literal day jobs where it was nine to five, but you're still trying to do the comedy thing? Of course. And somebody calls you and they're like, oh, we got an audition in fucking Culver City. And I would take three hour lunch breaks all the time. Yeah. Just be like, please fire me. Right. You'll please care. give me the unemployment. Yeah. Right. That's these guys right here. Yeah. They're waiting. <laughs> 
What's unemployment here? I, I remember I was so good at the, the questions when California would send it out. They used to ha- ask six questions in order to get the unemployment benefits for the week. And I remember it was no, no, yes, no, no, no. Like oh, it was like, but you don't know the questions. You just oh, know the order. The, the only yes was, did you look for work this week? Yeah. Yes. And the other ones were, were you too, too sick to work? No. Uh, did you turn down anything? No. And I just remember, I said it on stage one time. I said, you guys are all collecting unemployment, right? <laughs> and nobody said anything. And I was like, no, no, yes, no, no, no. And people were like, ah, like oh, they got it. Yeah, the up, up, down, down, left, right, yeah, left, yeah, yeah. right of, of not having a job, which Nintendo was also. Uh, but yeah, I, did the, I had to call and like give examples and Names of, of people that I asked for work and uh, was this like a while ago or is this more? It re- used to be yes no yes no 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 and then uh, and then something they happened to where up. I had to actually fill out a form because you could start in. doing it online like there was a point where you could do it online it was just so like it, it got was, to the point where there was just I'd a pile of money at the state yeah. building or you just there was in. I had an old roommate this is how uh, this is why everything is as fucked up as it is my buddy who was perfectly capable of working all this stuff. No joke, he collected unemployment once for 99 weeks in a row. Wow. Nine, almost two years. As long as you stay on it, I think they... He 99 paychecks, yeah. but a job ain't one. He kept it running and running and running and just didn't look for... Like, he was traveling, and I'm like, dude, I mean, you're, you're applying for your unemployment in Thailand. Right. Because that's what yeah. he was doing. He was just traveling the world. The American dream. Yeah. To get out of America on and America's was, dime. And it was 450 bucks a week, which actually isn't bad. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. that's something. Brandon Johnson, do you know that actor? He's, he's a funny, he's like a UCB. He's uh, been in, you would know him if I showed you a picture right. of him. But he said, once you're on that, do not get off. You stay on the, and right. if you're working, let them know you worked and don't get it that way. Yeah, week. yeah, but that's stay, easy enough, yeah. You, it's important to have that there, and I believe Because that is the hardest part. The minute you stop it, trying yeah. to jump back on is a Oh, yeah, it's ass. impossible. Yep. Can't do it. What about in stand up kind of a gray area because they don't really report it yeah. as much? So you yeah. could do you, do you do you report that? No, because stand up is ten ninety nine. So gotcha. you just you know what I'm saying, you don't no, you don't do it at all. Right. I was so worried that I'd get audited or by the state or something when it all. So I would report even under the table freelance art. That's how I did it I'm too, like, and I never like, got paid a dime because I always end up working. Yeah, yeah. For whatever amount of money, not a lot, and I never got that unemployment. I never got to experience that real. Yeah, I love sitting on the couch eating cereal experience. When whatever work you pick up freelance is exactly four hundred and fifty. It's always what it was. It's oh, always what it was. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Good set last night, Ian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. real good. Um, I think I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah, it might. Howard Hughes never made it here. Uh, who I don't know who that is. Howard it, Hughes was supposed to be a guest. He ran a club called Stand Up Scottsdale. Right. Okay. He's like a renegade club runner. Okay. He's, he's a lot of fun. Also a famous aviator. Yes. <laughs> and movie ran maker. the club. Yeah, ran yeah, the club. yeah, 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 yeah. Looks a lot like Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. <laughs> Leo Caps. And he um, was coming over. He was coming over, but he he hit a truck on the way here. He did. Yeah. You oh, think wow. you think legitimate, or you think bullshit. he showed me a picture? Oh, he did. Oh wow. Unless he uses this picture all dick. the time. It's like good thing my dick didn't get hurt. <laughs> his and cock is huge. Fish. Right. Right. And so him having to walk that thing over here would be a real <laughs> yeah, pain yeah, in the ass. Slumped over his shoulder. Um, so unfortunately, bag of beans. He's not going to be here. Well, but uh, I want to thank you guys. Do you have anything you want to plug or anything, Gary? Well, I would just like to say that uh, I have a podcast with my buddy Steve Byrne and uh, Patrick Keene. Called the Gentleman's Dojo, yeah, uh, and we've had a couple of great episodes. Vince last Vaughn's been weeks. on one, right? We had Vince Vaughn. We just had Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. We had on, really, yeah, we had him. We had uh, Robert O'Neill, who was the Navy SEAL that killed Bin Laden. Wow, we got him on. That was great. Uh, let's I see, went, yeah, but I got, I got like Mark. Is that your name, Mike? <laughs> 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 That's 
<laughs> there it is. There it is. Can't compete with this. Uh, yeah, it's been great. We've been really fortunate to uh, reach out. And uh, yeah, it's funny with you that we just randomly reach out to people and surprisingly enough, they call back. That's yeah. great. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Patrick King's real funny. He's great. He's yeah. a man. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, Chris, so the Gentleman's Dojo, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. I you went got... surfing in uh, Costa Rica with the uh, guy that was in the group of Marines that killed Udan Kuse Hussein, and he was just the most chill, like, tattooed. He was just watching snowboard videos. You have to be chill. But don't... then some guy came on the beach and stole our cameras and stuff, and he <laughs> slipped. He was going to go murder that pop, kid. Pop. Well, he didn't have a guy. He was just running in the woods, rubbing mud on his face, <laughs> hiding in bushes. I'm like, don't kill that child. We, he can keep our railway cameras. Yeah. My That's my camera? plug. I went surfing once. All right, with a, mur- with a hired murder. No, my, uh, my podcast is Do You Need a Ride with Karen Kilgariff? And she's famous now because her murder podcast. Because of our other podcast. Right? Yeah, and it's making ours. That's good. People are listening That's to ours great. now. So, yeah. I'm right just, on. And uh, she's my friend. Karen does a fun. great show, a great comedy show with Drennan Davis. Yeah, yeah. They were on Conan they, twice, and they did a great set. They yeah, were really funny. Yeah, nice. she's, she's multi-talented. Yeah, right She's on. always writing on some show, too. She's really funny. Always got, has a good writing gig. Yeah. Oh, I look cool. up to her. I, uh, I look know, up to her. I do that uh, unemployment <laughs> thing. I'm real good at filling out forms. Listen, if she ever needs that, you're going to take, yeah, take yeah, her yeah. under your yes, wing. No, no, yes, yes, no. Yeah. Is that right? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the Full Charge Power Hour. And uh, thank you to my two guests that showed up. Yeah. We had a couple more, Breaking by the way, records. that came through. And uh, we'll, uh, check us out next week. Peace. Thank you. There